Let's talk about disappointment. I'm sure some of you and myself, at some point in our lives, have felt disappointed before, because we didn't reach our goal or we things that didn't turn out the way we want it to be. And then you start to beat yourself up and asking yourself why it's not happening, and maybe giving up your goal entirely, or your business idea, or your dream relationship. In today's episode, we're gonna dive deeper into why you experience disappointment and how can we move away from feeling it. How can we really deal with disappointment when we see it? I'm your host, Don Kumar, and I'm an intuitive life coach and copywriter who help women to be their authentic self by achieving their goals, stepping in confidence, growing their businesses and life, and doing the inner work. In this podcast, you'll find everything about mindset, productivity, self-development, and business. So, why do we feel disappointment? Well, I feel like we all have high expectations on ourselves, and especially when we have goals, we have expectations that we're going to achieve it. And it's not to say that having a goal is not a good thing, and it's absolutely a good thing. But I think that sometimes we need to make it achievable at the same time. So there's like a fine balance between. Pushing ourselves and achieving the goal and setting the goal high enough, and I feel like when our when we are just feeling disappointment, we are actually having way too much of an expectation on this goal. I remember when I first started my business, I didn't sign clients within three months, and honestly, that was so defeating and so disappointing for me because. It tells me that hey, did I do something wrong? Like, why are other coaches are so like signing clients so easily? And what am I doing, or what am I missing? And I constantly competing and feeling jealous of what they have and what I don't have. And honestly, that was the negative mindset, right? And it's just telling me and you that I'm only a human, and it's okay to feel disappointment and sometimes feeling jealous. But what's major problem or major puzzle right here is that it's not because the process is not working or the method's not working. It's more like, do I believe in myself, and do I actually believe that I can achieve the goal? There's another example that I have is that I wanted to be the best mom ever because growing up, my mom. Has like the most emotional roller coaster, and I promise my myself that whenever I have a baby or have children, I would be the best mom, and I would show them and shower them all the love. So I kept that in mind, and when I had Evelyn and Jacob, now I honestly sometimes feel disappointed at myself that I didn't. Maintain the neutral ev- emotions when I deal with them, especially Evelyn, because she's now two and a half years old, and she's constantly testing my boundaries. And just the other day, <laughs> my goodness, this story hilarious. I was doing yoga downstairs, and she was playing upstairs. You know, doing her own thing, and、um, I trust her that she can play with crayons and. 
Long and behold, she apparently grabbed her chair to our bathroom, turned on the faucet, and now the entire bathroom flooded with water. On top of that, she spread my rose bath salt all over the carpet, all over the floor, and using the baby lotion, trying to. Wash Mochi. Mochi is our corgi puppy. Well, not really a pup now. He is three years old. But anyway, she used the baby lotion trying to clean the dog and give him a bath. It was hilarious. But at that moment, when I saw what what's happening, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I like I had to deal with that, and I have to clean up the mess. I have to clean up the water, and. Give Moshi a bath, and at that moment, I was like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I almost like really lash out my anger, and I had to keep myself away and like stop from stop me from yelling at her, because I know it's not an emotional healthy for her. So after what happened. I disappointed at myself that why couldn't I maintain my emotions at the highest level, and why can't I just direct her and navigate her easily? We all have high expectations on ourselves, and sometimes it's not because of the goal. Sometimes it's us how we react to the circumstances, how we. Hold our self beliefs. How we trust ourselves. What kind of self talk are we telling ourselves? So that is the number one reason: is that we have high expectations because we truly hold ourselves at the highest level, and it's totally okay. But now we just need to detach from our goal and really see what is happening. Not because we are not capable, not because we are telling ourselves with negative self-talk or how we are so unsuccessful, but seeing the goal as the end goal, right? So when we are hitting ourselves with disappointment, remind ourselves that this is a process. The most fun journey is. Whole entirely in the process, and I know that sometimes it's like the cliche saying, but this is so true. Because once we hit the goal, what are we gonna do? We're gonna find the next thing that we're gonna achieve, right? So sit with it, sit with the disappointment, and seeing it as a process, knowing that you are already on your way to your goal. So the second reason that you might be feeling disappointment is because you don't find yourself have clarity or purpose, or the goal doesn't really mean anything to you. For example, for me, having 10k months, it's like it's a great sounding, great goal to have. But what does it do for me, and what's the deeper meaning of that goal? Well, for me. Personally, it's definitely the financial freedom part, but it's also that I can provide for my family. 
I can leave an impact in my community. I can help more people, right? And I think that setting a goal and feeling disappointed sometimes it means that we are not really feeling motivated or continue to achieve the goal to reach the goal because we give up halfway through. Before the result created, before you see people are flooding into your vortex, or before you can actually see you reach the goal, and so feeling disappointment, it's because we don't have the purpose and clarity when we are about to give up. Then we're gonna move on to the third biggest reason of why we feel disappointment. Is that we give away our power to the environment, to the circumstances. I'm sure by now you know that NLP, which is neurolinguistic、uh, programming, talks about how our thoughts created emotions and created the behaviors and results. So, what does that really mean? It means that whenever we are seeing a situation, we react differently, almost in a subconscious mind, because it's our autopilot. It's created by different beliefs and values and habits, and that really stem from our thoughts, whether that is consciously and subconsciously. We still have thoughts, and. When you are feeling disappointment, pay attention. Is it because something didn't happen the way you want it to be? Then your thought immediately think that oh, I'm not capable of this, or I'm not skillful enough, or this meant to happen anyway. So pay attention to your thoughts. What is the thought? And that thought we create that feeling of in your body, in your mind. And that is like basically telling you that you have given the environment, the situation, the power. So what can you do instead is taking your power back by catching and stopping that thought that you have, and directly into a more helpful thoughts, something that your mind and brain can get back to. And continue to feel that way, right? So, say you are seeing that your Instagram is not it's not happening fast enough, or it's not having enough engagement, and you immediately see that, and you feel disappointed. Maybe your thought is that, "Wow, my engagement sucked, and no one really commenting on anything." Instead of thinking that, direct your mind to think that. Okay, so there's no engagement. So what does that really mean? It mean it could mean that Instagram algorithm is not working again, or you can say, okay, so maybe I need to make a shift on how can I create more engagement. Maybe through creating.、Um, Hashtags or videos, or creating even more content. That's the meaning of taking your power back. So now that we know why we feel disappointed, so let's dive deeper into how can we actually move away from feeling disappointed. So the first thing is detach from your goal. 
I freaking love this one because it really sets me apart from overly attached to the goal, that almost like attached to the self worth part. I think that whenever we are trying to achieve the goal, we give it so much meaning because it's it's so purposeful and it's it's high clarity. And we were when we are able to trust ourselves, trust our capabilities that we have the skills. Whether or not right now or on the way, we have already accomplished the goal. Whether that it's one week from now, two weeks from now, or a month from now, detaching from a goal can actually give you a perspective of what's working and what's not working, and having a third perspective of it. And your entire body—it's going to feel so much more at ease and peaceful. And the second reason or second solution that you can do is that taking your power back by catching your thoughts and what you're thinking and feeling, holding yourself accountable and holding yourself full responsibility a hundred percent all the time, because it's not our environment or situation that responsible for our result. It's us, right? Our action, our thoughts, our emotions, are the ones that actually create results. And I really want you to think about that. That is such a powerful tool that I'm not letting other people be responsible for it. I'm a hundred percent responsible for having a hundred k, for having a life that I want, for having the desired relationship that I want. And that alone, it's giving you so much more clarity, so much more power within you, and being able to be your authentic self, and so much more confident, and reworking your thoughts. And the third one is finding purpose and clarity, because when we have both clarity and purpose, that creates our motivation. What is something that you want to achieve in the next five days, in the next ten days? How can we take little step, one step at a time, to reach that goal? Remember that saying of、um, Neil Armstrong about one big step or one small step of a human. I think that's how he said. <laughs> One small step of a human and big step for humankind. That's exactly the same analogy. You want to think about your goal, as in taking one step at a time. And when you have reached your goal, look at how many steps that you have taken every single day. That really puts you into perspective on reaching that goal. It's about how many steps you're taking. How committed that we are. And how motivated, and this is exactly the method and process that I teach my clients, where we work on inner confidence and being our authentic self, with self-love and also doing the inner work with strategies and also trusting ourselves. After working with me, you will have so much more confident, clarity and purpose, and self-worth and deep self-love within yourself. So that you can create your own life and your desired life, 
start a business, and also all the toolset that can help you overcome any obstacles. And when you want to take the work deeper, you can book a consult with me in the show notes. And I'm absolutely excited for you and what's ahead of you. That's it for today's episode. And if you would like to read the show notes and transcript, you can go on to my website, www.dawnsphilosophy.com/transcripts. I'll see you then.